Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another Bantam Spotlight Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Galtieri. So happy to have you on board. As we, you know, we're in December now, again, that winter season underway. Thought it'd be great to talk some Trinity women's squash. And with that, we are joined by Wendy Barlett, her 36th year at Trinity, coaching the Bantams, the women's squash team, uh, elected to the CSA Hall of Fame in February 2019. Uh, they, you know, the women's squash team in Trinity has won every NESCAC championship since 2007, since they existed. And also, Wendy was a tennis women's coach from 84 to 2015, a 249 and 169 record. So with that, Wendy, I hope I did a good job introducing you. Uh, happy to have you on board and joining the Bantam Spotlight Podcast. It's great to be here. Well, Wendy, uh, let's quickly, if you don't mind, like to profile all our guests. Uh, you're obviously into squash and tennis. Where did you grow up, and was those the two pro- predominant sports you played growing up? Well, yes, uh, mainly tennis in my early years. I, I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and um, I was just an avid tennis player, absolutely loved it, and played uh, the junior circuit in the Middle States area. And then I went down to Rollins College in Florida to play tennis. Yes. Uh, yeah. And I loved it, you know, play, being able to play tennis all year round. It was fantastic. And then um, I went uh, back up to Pittsburgh to, uh, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And uh, I began to coach tennis at a uh, country club out in Fox Chapel. And I really liked the whole lifestyle of coaching and teaching. And, but um, the winners were a little dead. And then back in that era, you know, mids to late seventies, there wasn't uh, many indoor tennis clubs. So I picked up squash and uh, my back then it was the hardball squash and my father took me to play at a uh, club in um, Shadyside called the PAA and it was not many women playing at all but basically guys and uh, all my dad's friends taught me how to play and I absolutely loved it and I just started playing more and more and it it began to attract younger people um, so I met this whole group of friends out there and uh, played tennis and squash and uh, coached tennis until I met my husband, who and I met him through squash. So he's mm. from West Hartford, and we got married and moved up here, and uh, that's sort of the start of my whole Trinity career. Wow, that's interesting. How did you meet your husband? <laughs> that's interesting. Was he out in Pittsburgh, or were you? Yeah, he was out in Pittsburgh, and. Uh, we were at a meeting at the PAA, a squash meeting, of course, and uh, he was new in town and he came up and we started talking and we arranged uh, a time to play squash and we had a blast and we kept playing and playing and uh, then uh, we started going out. And I, I, he always, he, he's from West Hartford and loves New England, so I always knew he was going to move back here and, uh, and uh, I was all for that, so here I am. That's awesome. I know you went, you got your master's at Central. Um, right. How did that process go? And then how were you uh, attracted to Trinity College way back th- 36 years ago? <laughs> well, as I said, we had just moved here and I became friends with the, at that point, the women's tennis and squash coach, Becky Chase. And so we were playing tennis that summer. And then at August 28th, she um, received the position at Yale 
to be uh, the women's tennis coach, head women's tennis coach. And the tennis team was coming back like August 29th. So um, I very quickly got the job. The athletic director, Rick Hazelton, said that he would uh, try me out for a year. And lo and behold, here I am 36 years later. <laughs> That's pretty good. How, how, what, what did you know, if anything, you're from Pittsburgh, you said time in Florida, of Trinity College before you got here? I knew, I didn't know much about it in Pittsburgh and uh, at Rollins, but I knew as soon as I moved up here, I mean, Trinity was like the big big place in town, you know, I mean, it, uh, you can see the chapel arches from 84 yeah. and, uh, and I was coming over here to play with Becky and I just said, Oh my God, the school is just gorgeous. And, you know, I was, I just was so envious of Becky is play, you know, being able to coach both tennis and squash. And I said, man, this would be just a, you know, dream come true. I'd love to get some sort of position like this uh, at some point somewhere, um, to, you know, and I just felt so comfortable here and I, I loved it. I loved everything about Trinity. So I, I was very, very lucky when uh, the position opened up. Okay. Let's just talk about squash, if you don't mind. First of all, uh, just talk about how it's changed since the 80s till now, in a big picture wise, uh, the, the recruiting, the players, how has it changed? You've noticed less uh, 35 years, 36 years. Oh, it's, it's, Change so dramatically. Um, we early early nineties, um, the United States became more and more, uh, let's say, receptive to the international game, which is played on a wider court and a softer ball, which is played all over the world. And uh, the only uh, countries that weren't playing the international game or softball game um, were Canada, United States, and Mexico to to a good degree. Uh, but it was since that was it, the game being played all over the world, we started experimenting with it using the softball on the narrow courts. And then uh, the college association switched. It was actually the women's first that switched to playing using the softball on the narrow courts. And that was in 1994. And of course, the next step was to get the actual international courts. So then, you know, uh, schools started building the international courts. And then uh, Trinity was very, very lucky uh, in 1998 when Evan Dobell um, wanted to market Trinity internationally and saw a great future in uh, squash to be able to get uh, international squash pe- uh, players here. So those doors opened and um, Paul and I could start recruiting internationally. And that, that's true. That's amazing, too, when you think about it. So in your long career, talking, going back that far, what, is there a favorite moment of yours that you've won all these championships, NESCAC, coaching squash, first of all? Is there a favorite career moment? And then in tennis, do you have a favorite moment as well? Oh, yeah. I, I, loved, I, I really loved coaching tennis. Um, but it, it got to the point with tennis that it was um, it, when I originally started coaching tennis, it was in the fall and then it uh, expanded to the fall and then the spring. And then because we were allowed to then play in the NCAA championships and they were in the spring. So it really became very intense and big and squash was growing at the same time. So Trinity really needed uh, their own tennis coach. Um, everything had been uh, very much everyone was playing two or three sports before that. And then everything uh, at that point started in the nineties becoming very, very specialized. And so tennis players were tennis players and squash players were squash players. 
So um, it was um, great when I could just focus in on the squash. And my favorite moments um, with the squash, I would say winning the national, the three national championships yeah. were super exciting. And uh, the, the also, though, not only winning the championships, but just being at the high level we are. I mean, it's such a thrill to be, you know, always knocking on the door of the national championships, beating the Ivy Leagues year in and year out. And I think and the, the players that are here are just phenomenal. They come from all over the world. And my whole life has expanded just knowing these players and their families and uh, going to their countries. And just it literally has opened up the world for me. Describe your typical day, uh, Wendy, on, on a match day. Uh, just when, when you wake up to when the match happens. To ha ha just take us through your day. Well, it depends, you know, if it's home or away. Say, uh, say a home match at Trinity. <laughs> okay. Uh, because matches matches always take a lot of preparation. Um, and you always think you have everything down pat. And, you know, something little always goes wrong. So you have to be really ready. Um uh, but, you know, in general, you know, I, 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 I get in and I try to work out a little bit. So, you know, to relieve the, the stress and then um, I make sure that the courts are all set. The chairs are all set. The, the club blockers working are, are how we program the scoring boards are all working. Um, I have a wonderful assistant who, uh, Rodrigo Porras, who really, uh, helps me a lot with all that because the scoring has gotten very, very, uh, uh, you know, with the computers and everything else like that. And, yeah. uh, so you have to be kind of uh, up on all the technology with everything. And he, he's great with that. And uh, then the team comes up and I want to be very well prepared for the team and have, you know, my office in order, everything that, that they need um, ready for them. And then um, it's time to meet and greet people and the, and the, the team warms up and then they, they go down to their locker room and the other team comes and they warm up. And so there's a lot of meeting and greeting and just making sure everybody uh, has what they need. And then just going to recruiting, how does the recruiting cycle work? You mentioned internationally with squash and what type of players you're looking for and how do you go about finding them and reaching out to them? Well, it, it all began. Squash is it's a it's a big world because it's all over the world, but it's also a small world. So in the beginning, it was all word of mouth. Uh, on the men's side, the first international player was Marcus Cowie. He came in September from England. So as soon as he got here, I asked him if he knew of any English girls that would be interested. And he said, yes, Gail Davey. So then Gail Davey came in January. And for that period, for about three or four years, we had a lot of English players. And then we started getting uh, players from Zimbabwe. And they would tell their friends and their and. You know, the word just spread that Trinity was a great place to go. It was super academically and the squash was super. And uh, the um, family atmosphere that we created here was really important for these uh, players because they're coming from halfway across the world, particularly the the, the women. And um, I, I, I was on the phone and I'm still on the phone a lot with the parents to reassure them that, you know, their daughters are going to be very well taken care of. Yeah, I was about to say that. Do you ever have to deal with homesickness and, you know, 18-year-old coming around the world to Hartford? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. 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 Especially in the early years. But now that we've built up, the, you know, such the team that we have, you know, 12 of our players are international. So they um, they really create their own family and there's a real, you know, support system in place. And also Trinity has gotten a lot more support with the inter- for the international students, uh, which is really, really helpful. How have the kids changed, Wendy, and since the, you know, the 80s till now in terms have you, if, if at all, maybe. But how have an average 18-year-old changed in terms of squash? Oh, they're much more serious about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think with the specialization of sports, um, they are they're really serious about it. And these the international players, um, you know, they they don't grow up like the American girls where, you know, they're taken around uh, to from T-ball to soccer to squat, uh, lacrosse swimming um, in their younger years. All the youth leagues, you know, they just they literally just start playing squash at the age of eight or nine. So that's that's their passion, and that's what they've done. And they've traveled. They're very mature because they've traveled all over the world playing tournaments. So when they come here, they're very, very serious about their game and very focused in on it and want to uh, become the best. What can we expect just the last couple of minutes here from this year's team as it progresses and hopefully in maybe a championship in a couple of months? Yes, hopefully. We... Um, for the first time in a long time, we uh, have some really good, solid depth. I, I recruited very hard for those last eight through 12, 13 on the team, yeah. those numbers. We've traditionally got dropped off after nine. And so we have uh, some great depth uh, players that are just tremendous, that are very positive, hardworking, competitive love trinity and they've added a, a lot of uh joy to the team and uh, a lot of fun to the team also and then just the last couple of comments just what's it like working with paul asiante and the men's side and the teams you guys have at trinity oh i we're we're very very fortunate that uh we're on the same page about creating a family environment up here so that because the men's teams you know um primarily international too yes so there's there is a real feeling of family and we're we're virtually uh many united nations up here so (laughs) it's it's great to have the the guys and the girls interacting and uh playing together and enjoying each other uh, on and off the court it's it's quite uh, there's no other school that has this this atmosphere that uh, we've created here up on the, at the Trinity Squash Courts. That's very very cool. We'll be mm-hmm. watching this year. And Wendy, what do you, last question for me? What do you like to do in your free time outside of you know tennis, squash, Trinity? What, what do you like to do to kill a couple hours? <laughs> Play squash. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I, lo- I love playing and. Uh, uh, in the summers, I love playing tennis. I mean, you know, not much has changed since I was about 15 years old. <laughs> yeah. So you're very lucky. You, you, what you do is a labor of love for you. Oh, it is. I, I, I just love it. I, I, there hasn't been a day that it, I've woken up and said, oh, heck, I've got to go into Trinity. Every day it's like, oh, my God, I can't wait, you know. That's so awesome. I feel very fortunate that way. Yeah. Well, hey, Wendy, that's, I think that's a great way to end the podcast. And Uh, We wish you continued success and uh, good luck the rest of the way. Thank you again for joining us. Okay. Thank you very, very much. 